What is good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Kevo Bands Hoops Podcast. Man, I am glad to be back with y'all again today. It is Monday, October 19th. Hopefully, all you guys had a nice and enjoyable and relaxing weekend. Hopefully, all you guys have an even better week ahead of you, man. Please be grateful each and every single day because each day is indeed a blessing. Take advantage of every single day, man. Try and get 1% better each and every single day. Just keep pushing because all your dreams and your goals that you want in this life are much more attainable than any one of your haters will ever let you know so just keep pushing because you are almost where you want to be i promise you just keep your foot on the gas each and every single day man and you will get what you want ultimately in this life but man as always, we are still demanding justice for Breonna Taylor. We are still demanding justice for Elijah McClain. And anybody that has been a victim of police brutality or even worse, police murderings, we are still going to demand justice until we are going to finally get it. We have been robbed of justice many different times and many different occasions, but ultimately and eventually we will get justice, no doubt about it. And we want to say rest in peace to all those people whose lives were senselessly taken for no good reason, man. But let's get right into today's topic. So, Late last week, the Los Angeles Clippers, after firing Doc Rivers after, I believe, seven seasons in the L.A. as the Clippers head coach, they have found their new head coach, and he goes by the name of Tyron Lue. Now, I really love this hire for the Clippers. I'm going to tell you guys why. Well, first of all, actually, I don't necessarily think, I don't think that the Clippers should have fired Doc Rivers to begin with, but since they did, you know, Steve Ballmer and Lawrence Frank and Jerry West, of course, all part of the Clippers organization, they were not happy with how the Clippers season ended this year, of course, losing in the Western Conference semifinals and blowing a 3-1 lead to the Denver Nuggets, and congrats to the Nuggets for fighting back and winning that series. But since they fired Doc Rivers, I do like them hiring Ty Lue because one, Ty Lue was already an assistant on this Clippers roster or for this Clippers team this past season. So he knows everything that's really wrong with the Clippers. And me personally, they have a couple different issues, but I think the main one is one, Kawhi Leonard's not really a vocal leader. Two, you just didn't really have the right collection of guys to get over the hump and even make the Western Conference Finals and even try and win an NBA championship. And three, honestly, they just never really got their chemistry together this season. They were just lacking all around from Kawhi low managing to Paul George being hurt. Montrez Harrell missed some games. Uh, Lou Will, of course, had his little incident inside the bubble. It never really got together. And I believe, I believe with the Clippers hiring Ty Lu, he can fix these problems because Ty Lu has already been known in this league as a player's coach. He's all in on his players. He loves to get input from his players. He wants to do the best thing for his players. And as he should, he's a former player himself. He can relate as, as was Doc Rivers. But nonetheless, though, this is the right hire because, again, he knows the problems that the Clippers are currently going through, and he can easily fix them. I don't necessarily know what they're going to do with Paul George. I don't know if they're going to try trading him or shopping him, but they do need a point guard. And it's been reports that Kawhi Leonard has been demanding for them to get a point guard because Pat Beverly is not the prototypical point guard in today's NBA. Is he a really good player at what he does yes he defends his butt off he rebounds really really well for a point guard at his size he does a lot of good things but when it comes to offense which a lot of point guards in the league today are really really good at he's not a high volume scorer like a Kyrie Irving like a Damian Lillard like a whole bunch of other point guards in this league and he doesn't have to be that necessarily especially for this Clippers team but he needs to be better than what he was and so I do expect the Clippers to try and go get a point guard but it's going to be hard to really try and flip their roster because they traded all their draft picks pretty much for the next couple years 
to Oklahoma City in order for them to get Paul George last offseason. And that really cost them a lot. And so we're going to see what they do. But I do also like that Ty Lue's head assistant coach will be the big shot Chauncey Billups. Because Chauncey Billups, another player that it's actually funny because I was in Las Vegas when I was about 14 years old for an AAU tournament. And I remember running into Billups Elite, which is Chauncey Billups' travel ball team. And he was coaching them up. I believe it was a 14U team at the time. So he's been coaching the game. Of course, it's different from coaching AU basketball to coaching the NBA. But Chauncey Billups is a really, really smart basketball mind. And I have no doubt about it in my mind that he will be a successful assistant coach. And eventually, ultimately, he should end up being a head coach in the National Basketball Association. But this is a really good hire for the Clippers. Because I feel like if you were to go outside the box and try and get a, a coach that wasn't necessarily familiar with the Clippers, you know, stuff going on with everything that's going on with the Clippers this past season, it was going to be kind of hard because you don't really expect first-year head coaches to automatically get the job done. And the Clippers right now are currently in a win-now situation because Kawhi, his contract is up next season as well as Paul George's contract. So really, this is going to be an important season for the Clippers. So hiring Ty Lue was the absolute right move to do. And this was a guy who was in the running for the Pelicans job. He was in the running for the Rockets job. He had a whole bunch of different options, but I'm glad he decided to stay in LA because that was probably going to end up being the best fit for him. And I do think the Clippers should be a pretty good team with Tyron Lue at the helm. So that is that. Moving on to the next topic at hand. I want to talk about the 2020 free agency class in the NBA. So look, the 2020 free agency, it's a lot of really good players. And I just want you guys to know, we are probably never going to ever have as good of a free agency class as we did have last year with Kawhi Leonard and Jimmy Butler. It was a really, really stacked free agency class. This year's class isn't as star-studded, but it's a really, it's a lot of really good players that can help contending teams to get over that hump and win the NBA Finals, I promise you. So let's get into some names. Probably the biggest name going into free agency is going to end up being Fred Van Fleet. Of course, he came on last year in the, in the Raptors championship run. He was our third best scorer, and he just played his butt off. He pretty much came out of nowhere. I believe he was undrafted. And now every team in the league is probably going to want to get a player like Fred Van Fleet. He's undersized, but he still is a really good defensive player, especially at that point guard position or that two guard position. He can really, really guard his butt off. And I think it would be in the Raptors' best interest to go out and re-sign Fred Van Fleet. If I'm Masai Ujiri, who is the general manager of the Toronto Raptors, you have to re-sign Fred Van Fleet. That should be your number one priority going into this offseason. Another free agent goes by the name of Danilo Gallinari. Now, for all of you that know Danilo Gallinari, for a majority of his career, he's dealt with a lot of injuries, and so therefore he hasn't been able to be productive. But Gallinari, when he is healthy, especially this season, if you watched him play for the Oklahoma City Thunder, he is a really good contributor for any team that he plays on. I promise you, he would be a really good addition for a team like the Miami Heat, for a team like the Lakers. A lot of teams should be calling for Danilo Gallinari services because this dude is 6'9". He can stretch the floor. He plays both ends. He can do a little bit of everything, especially on the offensive end. He could really help a team like the Miami Heat. And it's actually interesting because the Heat actually were trying to trade for him before the in-season free agency deadline or the trade deadline. He tried to, They tried to get him, and they just couldn't get the job done. But Danilo Gallinari is another really good player, too. Another player, going back to the Clippers, is Montrez Harrell. Now, I know 
Montrezl Harrell did not play necessarily his best basketball inside the bubble. Honestly, I don't even think he really wanted to be in the bubble because he was dealing with a whole bunch of things outside of basketball that were bigger than basketball. But Montrezl Harrell is still a really, really good player. He's 6'8", 6'9", rebounds the hell out of the ball. He's really good in the pick and roll. Of course, he's a really good defensive player. I don't know if the Clippers are going to try and re-sign him or not, but I think it would also be in their best interest to do the same thing as the Raptors would do with Fred Van Fleet. But I'm not saying he's as important, but I think he would be an important piece off the bench, especially for the Clippers to keep him. Another player who goes by the name of Davis Bertans. A lot of you probably don't know who that is, rightfully so, because he currently plays for the Washington Wizards. He did not play in the bubble. I forget the exact reasons he didn't enter the bubble. Nonetheless, though, he is a 6'10" sniper let me say that again a 610 sniper any team in the national basketball association aka the nba would love to have a player like davis berton because he is a dead eye shooter i can't remember if it was this past season or the season before last where he was actually in the three-point contest and it's the reason he was in the three-point contest because he is a knockdown dead eye type shooter a lot of teams are going to be calling for his services the next player Goes by name of Christian Wood, another player that a lot of NBA fans probably don't know about because he plays for the team called the Detroit Pistons. But Christian Wood is another really good player. He's undrafted. He is 6'11 with a 7'3 wingspan. He can shoot the three. He's also really good in the pick and roll. And he's just starting to reach his full potential. He played a few years in the G League, and he's only gotten better each and every single year. And he's really made the most of every single thing that he's done when it comes to his basketball career. Another guy that a lot of teams should be calling for, man, because he's only going to get better. He's a very, very young player. I don't think he's older than 24 right now. He is a really, really good player. Again, he can shoot the three. He rebounds really, really well. He's athletic. He has a skinny frame right now, but I do think he'll be able to add weight as the years go on. He could really help a lot of different teams throughout the course of the league. Moving on, though, probably the player that probably boosted his stock more than any free agent inside the bubble was Jeremy Grant. Jeremy Grant playing for the Denver Nuggets. He actually played for, I believe, OKC last year, and they traded him this season Jeremy Grant played phenomenal basketball for the Denver Nuggets. And you can make a case that he was probably the most important player in the Denver Nuggets run to get to the Western Conference Finals. Jeremy Grant plays phenomenal basketball. He can hit the three ball. He's super athletic, meaning he can rebound. He can put the ball on the ground and get you a poster type dunk. And he has no fear when it comes to the defensive end of the court. He will guard the other team's best player and have no hesitation about it. Jeremy Grant is going to get paid a lot of money this upcoming offseason. Wherever he ends up, I don't care if it's you know with the Denver Nuggets, whoever ends up signing Jeremy Grant is going to get a really good player that plays hard on both ends, and he's a phenomenal player. So I think he's going to get paid a lot of money. He definitely boosted his stock playing inside of the bubble. Moving on, though, a veteran player, an older player in this league that's been established, but it seems like he's only getting better, and it seems like Father Time has not caught up to him yet, Serge Ibaka. Now, Serge Ibaka, it's interesting because I remember young Serge Ibaka playing with the Oklahoma City Thunder with Kevin Durant and James Harden and Russell Westbrook, and Serge Ibaka was really just a defensive presence. He was kind of okay on the offensive end. He could play in the pick and roll and stuff like that. But with the evolution of the NBA game spreading out to the three-point line and everybody being capable to shoot the three ball, Serge Ibaka has gotten much, much better. And this is a dude who I know is older. He's a champ. He won a championship with the Raptors last year with Kawhi Leonard. He could get the job done still. And he is a starting power forward 
in this league as old as he is. I really think a team like the Miami Heat could use a player like Serge Ibaka because, again, he's six. I want to say he's about 6'10", shoot the rock, rebounds hard, and he's still a monster on the defensive end. Serge Ibaka is a really, really good player. A lot of teams are going to end up calling to see if he's available and try to get his services on their franchise and organization. Moving on, though, another player, another older player, a veteran player in this league, Paul Millsap. Now, Paul Millsap, I've been a fan of Paul Millsap ever since he's been in the league pretty much with the Atlanta Hawks. He was an all-star a few different times, I believe. Paul Millsap is still a really good player. Another player that played with the Denver Nuggets. He was a glue guy type of player. He can shoot from anywhere. He can score in the post. He can score in the mid-range. He can score at all three levels on the court. And he's still a really good defensive player too because he can guard the point guard, the shooting guard, the small forward, and the power forward and have no problems with it. Paul Millsap is a key veteran guy and I think a lot of teams will also be lining up to contact him to come play for their franchise and organization. Another player, Goran Dragic. Now look, Goran Dragic was the leading scorer for the Miami Heat in their legendary postseason run in the bubble this year. Of course, he got hurt. You know, I believe he tore his plantar fascia and he was done. He, I know he tried to play in, in game six, but he just couldn't really do it like that. But Goran Dragic is still a really good player. And I think the way that he played for the Miami Heat, being a Miami Heat fan, the way that he rose his game from in the regular season to the postseason was really spectacular to watch because the things that he did in the playoffs, I had no clue he was capable of. And I've watched Goran Dragic ever since he was with the Phoenix Suns, going all the way back then. Like, I believe that was, what, 2007 he was drafted in the league. He has been a really good player, and I fully expect the Miami Heat to re-sign him to at least a one-year deal the way that he played in this year's playoffs. So that's another player, too. Three more players, and I'm going to get you guys out of here. Joe Harris. Now, Joe Harris is a key player. If you don't know who Joe Harris is, he is, again, one of the best shooters in the NBA. He currently plays for the Brooklyn Nets. And this dude is a knockdown dead eye shooter. I firmly believe the Brooklyn Nets will be making a huge mistake if they let Joe Harris leave that team. Because every championship team, because we all know the Brooklyn Nets have a championship contending roster as currently constructed. Every championship team's makeup has at least a couple different star players. You have a knockdown shooter. You have a glue guy that does a little bit of everything, and you have a lockdown defensive player. Joe Harris for the Brooklyn Nets would be their knockdown shooter. They would be super foolish. And when I say they, I mean Sean Marks, the GM, Steve Nash, the head coach, and Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, of course, the star players, would be absolutely foolish to let a knockdown shooter, one of the best shooters in the league, like Joe Harris, leave their franchise. I promise you, this dude will help them a lot. And I mean significantly if they want to make a run and try and capture that Larry O'Brien trophy for the Brooklyn Nets. The Nets need to re-sign Joe Harris. Otherwise, he's going to end up on a really good team. He's going to get a really good bag, and he's still going to show and prove that he is one of the best shooters in the NBA because he has it on green. His his um what's it? His shot selection is phenomenal. The way he moves without the ball is great. He gets buckets. I promise you. The Nets would be absolutely foolish to let Joe Harris leave their squad. Two more players. Carmelo Anthony, who should be a future Hall of Famer, no doubt about it in my mind. One of the greatest scorers this league has ever seen. I want to put emphasis on ever seen. Carmelo, of course, just played a really good season with the Portland Trailblazers. I hope somebody is smart enough to re-sign Carmelo Anthony. And really, I'm going to say this. I hope it's the New York Knicks. I know 
you know, Carmelo and the Knicks didn't have the best breakup. They didn't have, you know, the most illustrious time together. But, I mean, let me let me not say that. They had a great time together. I know they didn't have the best breakup. But I feel like right now, if you look at the state of the Knicks, you just hired Tom Thibodeau. You got a really good team. You're not really necessarily in a win-now mode. What could you lose by grabbing Carmelo Anthony? I honestly feel like, you know, of course, we got this pandemic going on in COVID-19. But if you signed a player like Carmelo Anthony, he would definitely sell you guys out a lot of tickets every single night in Madison Square Garden. The Knicks should go all in on trying to re-sign Carmelo Anthony. I think he would do a lot of good things for the Knicks. And let's just have Melo go out on his own terms. I feel like if anybody deserves it, it's a player like Carmelo Anthony. The Knicks should definitely try and get Carmelo Anthony back in their franchise. I think it would be good. I think it would be the perfect way for Carmelo to go out. And it's just as simple as that. The last player. And this is a player that I feel like a lot of people have given up on. I can't be mad at them for giving up on him. But me personally, I just cannot give up on this dude. He's an all-star. He's one of the best big men skill-wise that this league has ever seen. And he goes by the name of DeMarcus Cousins. DeMarcus Cousins. Who, of course, I believe he tore his ACL or his Achilles playing with the Lakers early this season. Of course, he never played a game, but he got hurt in practice. And the Lakers waived him. So right now, he's currently not on a team. And his contract's up. I still, I don't know what it is inside of my body, but I still wholeheartedly believe in DeMarcus Cousins. I don't know what it is. I know he's had three major injuries throughout the course of his career, but this dude is still a top tier talent because he doesn't necessarily, his game isn't based upon his athleticism. His game is based purely off skill. He's not a ferocious big man like that, but he has a crossover. He has the three point shot on knockdown. He can get to the rim at will. DeMarcus Cousins is a special talent, and honestly, I'm going to be completely 100 with you guys. The league has never really seen a, a talent like DeMarcus Cousins when he's healthy, man, I'm telling you. And the best thing about his game, too, is not only has he gotten more dedicated to the defensive side of the ball, but he's a hell of a passer, and he's a very, very underrated passer. And again, I'm going to keep saying it. A team like the Miami Heat could have used a player like DeMarcus Cousins. They already got the Kentucky con connection from Pat Riley going there back in the day. Tyler Hero, of course, just got drafted this past season. And you got Bam Adebayo, who, of course, was drafted in 2017, who played a year under Coach Calipari at Kentucky as well. DeMarcus Cousins, I wholeheartedly believe in this guy, man. I, I firmly believe in Boogie Cousins. I do not think his career is over with. I still feel like if you put him in and you let him stay healthy and you get him into a good conditioning program like the Miami Heat have, he will be a successful player in this league. I guarantee it. He just, of course, he has to stay healthy. I'm not saying that he can, you know, negate his injuries and stuff like that, but I believe in DeMarcus Cousins, man. I, I really, really do. I think teams will be foolish to pass on him. I know it's a lot of injuries there, but it's a it's a high it's a high it's a low risk high reward type of situation if he's able to stay healthy. I promise you. I don't think he's out here asking for a max contract. I don't think he's out here asking for you know a medium contract like that. I just think he wants to be able to play, and I think if healthy, this dude will be a steal for any franchise in the NBA. I promise you. But that is all. I just want to say though. It is a lot of trade rumors going on, and I'm going to be completely honest again. This free agency class isn't the best, but I do expect this to be a really, really big-time offseason in the NBA when it comes to trades. I think some players are going to get traded, whether it's DeMar DeRozan, Drew Holiday, possibly Bradley Beal, 
possibly Victor Oladipo. Some type of player is going to get traded. Chris Paul. It's a lot of rumors about Chris Paul going to the Lakers, the Knicks. You're hearing Derrick Rose rumors getting traded from the Pistons to the Lakers. It's going to be some trades that go down where contending teams are going to get some help. And I promise you, it's going to be really, really good help. And it might be, you know, some underrated players. It might be some all-star caliber players. But it's going to be some trades that happen that make contending teams that much better. I promise you, man. But as always, before I get out of here too, I want to give a huge shout out and congrats to Marcus Gasol. I don't think he officially retired from the NBA, but I do, or I did hear that he's actually signed a contract to play basketball back in his home country of Spain, and he'll be going back there to play this season. And again, it doesn't sound like his NBA career is necessarily over, but if it is, we got to give a big congrats to Marcus Gasol, man. Of course, he's a champion with the Toronto Raptors in 2019 three-time All-Star, 2013 Defensive Player of the Year, a Grizzlies and Raptors legend, no doubt about it, man, an overseas legend at that, a Euro legend at that, because I remember growing up, I was a fan of Dirk Nowitzki, who of course is from Germany, I was a big fan of Manu Ginobili, of course is from Argentina, Marcus Gasol is another player that came, that comes from overseas, comes to the States and makes a big impact, especially in Memphis, but also in Toronto with the Raptors, shout out to Marcus Gasol, phenomenal player, hell of a career hopefully i'm able to catch a game of yours in spain on tv or however i can but congrats to marcus Saul, man but as always this has been another episode of the kevo bands hoops podcast man shout out to nuts and bolts sports man i'm a college basketball writer slash blogger slash journalist feature alongside a whole bunch of other really really talented writers slash blogger slash journalists please go check us out on twitter and instagram we are at nuts and bolts sp please go follow us on both go like and retweet our stuff go repost our stuff show us some love man i promise you for all your sports news and needs nuts and bolts sports has everything that you guys need man also i am also featured on nuts and bolts sports podcast network alongside a whole bunch of other really really talented podcast hosters and content creators so please go check out our podcast network we got a whole bunch of really 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 good sports podcasts on there so please go check us out man again this has been another episode of the kevo bands hoops podcast man please like comment subscribe rate review and share and if you listen to my podcast on apple podcast please leave a rate and review that is how we share grow and expand the podcast you guys continue to stay safe out there you know COVID 19 is still going on so please wear a mask please wash your hands as much as possible and just enjoy life man i know it's a lot of craziness going on out there but please just enjoy life man but as always peace love and blessings gone